for your support of the Wise Fool Patreon account. If you've not become part of our network, by becoming a supporter, you receive the opportunity to help in the choosing of upcoming guests, cities that I should visit, and also you can give me questions that you would like me to ask future guests. You can find us and support us at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the wise fool, all one word. If you enjoy the podcast, I would appreciate a five-star rating, and please tell your friends to listen and subscribe also. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of my many weaknesses that has become glaringly obvious to me through my insights from my guests is that my lack of professionalism in the business practices when it comes to my personal artwork. So I've become putting my work on sale on SachiArt.com. You can find my artwork available for purchase at SachiArt, S-A-A-T-C-H-I-A-R-T.com slash Matthew Doles, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-D-O-L-S. Thank you. You're my, you're my like goddess to me, like you, because you run a gallery, a publishing house. Uh, I mean, what else do you do? You do so many things. Yeah, I, I do, and I did many things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but did you start or? Yeah. No. Yeah. I've been so, recording ah, this okay, whole time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm always recording and I'll no. just edit it. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I mean, I, I do and I did many things, I have to say, because, um, well, also if I start really from the beginning, I mean, um, I started, uh, I decided to be an artist when I was 13 years old because I was drawing a lot and painting a lot. Because of, of that, I got involved in magazines. Uh, when I was 14, um, I went from a village like 25 kilometers from Vienna to Vienna every day to school when I was 14. And I got involved immediately with the people who make, made the school magazine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was this questionnaire in the school magazine and um, I filled all the questions. And at the end, there was like a, uh, some space for what else yeah and i wrote yeah i would like to work for the magazine also and um if it's possible because i'm drawing and i would like to make illustrations and so they they immediately they answered me and so i joined them and and then i joined also another youth magazine and um through this I started also to to photograph for the magazine. I started to write for the magazine. And uh, so I did basically everything, graphic design, whatever. And uh, when I was 20, so my first professional job was to be a picture editor uh, at the first kind of main illustrated magazine uh, in Austria. And um, yeah, then I was doing six years picture editor mm-hmm. for especially one wonderful magazine, which was called Icarus, and it was a kind of um, reportage magazine, kind of young geo magazine, Austrian <laughs> young geo magazine. Sure. And um, and I traveled to Paris every year, and I visited Magnum. Uh, in 84 the first or 85 the first time uh, I met uh, Erich Lessing who was the Austrian magnum photographer mm-hmm. and so he died two years ago but uh, we, it was a really long friendship also uh, between us and uh, yeah so magnum was of course a big inspiration for me and um, when I was um, 26, I started my own agency because the owners of the magazine uh, split it up and I was already doing a kind of syndication uh, within the magazine, but I was the only person doing that. So at the end, yeah, 
I ended up doing the agency uh, first two years at home and then after two years I could afford an office and so on and so build it up slowly. I was still painting. I was a lot painting, especially when I started the agency. It was kind of a balance also for me. I had my studio where I was really painting big pictures, sure. two by two meters. Nice. <laughs> yeah, with oil color. And, and this is in Vienna. And yeah, it's, as I had it for 17 years, this nice. studio. Yeah. And I painted really big pictures with um, oil color and Australian sand, the red sand from Australia. So mm -hmm. that was kind of a thing I loved. And because I was so interested in the arts always, so I went, of, I went to Basel, I went to the Venice Biennale and so on. It had, had nothing to do with my job because the photo agency was magazines, Geo, National right. Geographic, whatever. Yeah, so I, I, I always was so much interested into arts that I always wanted to do a gallery, of course, as well. And when photography went into the art business at the end of the 90s, yeah, I started the gallery in 2002. Mm -hmm. uh, it was kind after the... Because I digitized the agency also in 2000, 2002, 2002. And so we needed a lot of people, more people. We needed a second office. And so it expanded the agency in a way. But then we needed less space again because we had everything digitized so the archive left and in oh i yeah i used to work at a stock photography agency uh Unifoto, yeah. years ago and, yeah and we had the filing cabinets of right. the slides right exactly exactly yeah it was ridiculous so then we when it was digitized we sent back the slides and the pictures and i had more space for the gallery yeah so when I started the gallery in 2002, it was really slowly, slowly expanding beside the agency. And at the end, as I had these two apartments, which were the offices, and at, uh, at the end, uh, one was the agency and one was the gallery. Well, then in 2008 and uh, 2009, I made two books for the 20th anniversary of the agency, so, which was East and West, because it was very important for the agency that I, I started the agency in 89. Mm -hmm. in May 89 right? and everybody told me forget about it. you cannot make an agency in Vienna <laughs> you have to be in New York or in London or mm. Paris and um, well when the wall <laughs> um, yeah uh, and the Iron Curtain uh, fell it was of course it, it was clear that uh, Vienna was on the map and we got a lot of assignments from American clients, especially like Smithsonian Magazine or the New York Times travel section. We worked a lot on assignment with our photographers. So it worked out well. I, I was lucky. <laughs> and uh, for the 20th anniversary, I also made this uh, as a theme again, because I did not uh, make like a review or something, but uh, I didn't want to look back, but in 2006, there was this first really strong young generation of uh, photographers from Eastern Europe because um, they knew already the commercial market of the magazines. Yeah, So they, they worked completely different than the generation before. Yeah, The generation before, I mean, this was also our luck, let's say in 89, because in Eastern Europe, there was only photography, which was art based. They were in art circles. It was, there was no, or almost no commercial photography. Right. Yeah. In Austria, we always had, of course, commercial photography. Mm -hmm. There is a lack in, there's this lack in art 
like this classical black and white art photography we don't have that so strong than the eastern countries yeah Interesting. so okay. that's their strengths on the other side of course but in the commercial photography so that's why we we got a lot of assignments and the move was that then they had a lot of magazines yeah in 2006 already and they had the young photographers working for the magazines and making a new style of of uh, documentary photography good stories and so on which was useful for us in the agency also to take sure. and to sell yeah on the international market and um, so we we started actually with Rafael Miller, who is now a Magnum photographer. Mm -hmm. uh, he came on the board in August 2006 and with him a lot of other friends he had and the whole Sputnik collective. Um, Heard of it, yes. Yeah, uh, with them, with these photographers also mainly, but also with mixing them with ours. Um, we had before I did uh, two books for the anniversary. One was called East and the other was called West. Mm -hmm. And uh, Very appropriate. Yeah, and East was clear because there were all these mostly Eastern European photographers. And um, in the next year, in the actual anniversary year, 2009 I did the book West and I didn't really think about it when when we made the concept it wasn't really thought through what will be in West right. yeah yeah and I always um, work quite uh, intuitive intuitively and so when I look at the stories I have from the photographers and I look at what could fit into West yeah and during this process, I I realized that as in in the East there were real stories, yeah, uh, bound to the East also, yeah. But in the West, yeah, the Western world was completely globalized, yeah. Hmm. So the. <laughs> No the, unique stories. Yeah. And at the end, West became a book about globalization, yeah, as about the globalized world of the West, yeah. And that was very interesting. It was a kind of intellectual concept, yeah. And I think many people didn't understand it at that time. <laughs> I mean, today it's uh, probably more clear, yeah, 10 years later. But still, I think it's, uh, I like the book a lot because uh, you, have, you have stories about also the Western idea, the capitalist idea, you know. So it's, um, it, it, it starts, for example, with these uh, small garden plots. Yeah, You have in Vienna a story about the garden plots in Vienna. Because uh, like 100 years ago, the government, they gave the people in Vienna, they gave small... A small piece of land uh -huh. for very little money yeah where they could build small houses and be in summer and grow their own vegetables or whatever make their gardening because they thought if they have that they will be more content or satisfied and will not make revolution yeah yeah <laughs> and that's somehow also yeah it's a yeah. kind of when you become some piece of earth you can build a little house this is a kind of beginning of a capitalist idea we thought yeah all right yeah and then it's yeah this it's followed by one american photographer richard ross for example who is also a, uh, who was a professor in santa barbara in the university he he made a story about a book about architecture of authority so how does the order look in the Western world? Hmm. And that started from... Order. Or, order. Ordnung. Okay. Yeah, Ordnung is order. I think. Yeah, order. Okay. Yeah, how, it's, how, how is it organized? Like from a, from a Montessori mm -hmm. school or kindergarten, yep. yeah? Yep. Until street order, yeah? How is the street organized? Yeah, Got or it. until to prisons, whatever. Yeah. So how is it 
how is the Western world organized? Yeah. And how different is it from every other place? Yeah, for example, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So or we had like my brother, for example, he traveled with his dog uh, all over Europe. Yeah. And uh, so he was after William Wegman, he was the first photographer who really intensively photographed his dog over 14 years. And I remember. Pecorino, yeah, the, and we did many books and calendars and so on. That's also, for me, it's a phenomenon of a Western world, which is very uh, rich, yeah, because otherwise you would never come to this idea to travel with your dog all over Europe, you know, I mean, think about India or whatever, where, how do the dogs live there or whatever, so this, this kind of... There, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So this, um, yeah. So this, this was this book about West. And after that, uh, it was kind of the for me it was kind of the peak of the of the agency. And um, from 2010, I really started to concentrate on the gallery, and I did so about five, six exhibitions per year. Before I did maybe only two, three, or did these bigger projects with the books where we went to other bigger spaces uh, to do the exhibition and the book presentations. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so 2010 was quite important. And then two years after, I, I moved here to this uh, former bread factory. So I had two. Uh, apartments where the agency and the gallery was in the city center and I sold them and I could buy this which was 100 square meters bigger so kind of a little bit out of the city I mean you would call it in Vienna but if you compare it to London or Paris yeah it's, we sit in the middle of the city but yeah, uh, it's, I mean it's it's definitely not city central yeah. but it's not that out in the suburbs or anything i mean this yeah. is a beautiful little uh, place this you say it's an old bread factory right like it's, yeah. it looks like there's a lot of other creative sort of uh, right. unique things yeah. sort of in right. the thing like, it reminds me of like the torpedo factory in alexandria virginia kind mm-hmm. of thing. like mm-hmm. uh, artists and creative places that mm-hmm. are put into these mm-hmm. industrial spaces mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so it was the it was the biggest bread factory in Europe actually hundred years ago. Okay. Yeah, so it was uh, much bigger than what you see here, and and there is still the bread factory just behind this. Still uh, making bread. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are in the old part. Yeah, um, it was also here where all you see the new houses. Right. So um, maybe thirty or forty years ago, there was also bread factory here. Well, the bread factory, which is still making bread, will also move in about three to five years. And then this will be also developed yeah, from uh, real estate. Oh. Yeah. But this part, this old part, yeah, it's, it's a lot of um, creative industry. Yeah. So they wanted to find galleries. There are about five galleries now and yeah, whatever companies shops and yeah things like this I yeah, mean, it's, furniture it's, it's creative i mean right. it's not all necessarily art but it, right it's creative. right right yeah yeah we have uh, two big event places also so there's a very big event hall i saw yeah. that on the map right. yeah Expeditale. and there's also Ankasar. so that's uh, caritas actually caritas the ngo caritas i don't know Caritas, yeah, it's worldwide. Yeah, Caritas, it's Austrian founded, but it's worldwide. They they have a lot of also creative uh, ventures here, like uh, they do Supera. Supera, Supera is um, it's um, they give free edu- musical education to children from multicultural background okay. in the area. Fabulous. Yeah. And they have, um, that's, that's uh, Caritas and also the Vienna Spo- Boys Corps mm-hmm. and um, Vienna Concert Hall mm-hmm. together. 
Yeah, they're very successful. They, they even, um, the children, these children had um, a show before the Eurovision Song Contest once. Yeah. Well, I, those names I recognize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they, they have their center here. So Very cool. That's, that's really nice. So we have classical music on Friday afternoon and Saturday mostly. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now you're in this new space. Well, not new, not new to you. You moved here ten years ago. You said no, seven, seven years, seven ago. years, yeah. So, and I know that you you're a gallery, you're a publisher, you run workshops, you do all these different kinds of things. I'm sort of in awe of it. Like I mean, mm. each one of those things are very difficult to do by themselves, but to be able to do pull together all of them. I mean, you you seem to leverage the 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 opportunities you have very well to sort of build on them and create new and different things. Yeah, so it, it all changed when we moved here in 2012, I have to say, because uh, before it was mainly the agency and the gallery and a little bit of bookshop. The space, of course, changed everything when sure. we moved here. Yeah, when uh, in the old gallery, which was a only an apartment uh, space. Uh, we could not do lectures, for example, yeah. And um, so this this here, the space made, made it possible that we could do workshops and lectures and everything. And, and this is what we, we finally started here, yeah. And, and, and what was very interesting because um, in the beginning, when we moved here, and, and also Ostlicht, another really important photography gallery, and, yep, and the, the owner is Peter Köln, who is running also Westlicht, a photography, private photography museum in Vienna. Uh, so I, I've been working with him since 2001. Yeah. And when we moved here, he, he moved his uh, very big uh, photography book uh, library here also with about 25,000 photo books. And, you know, the rumor goes and, and, and somehow people talk and it got people here. They were very much interested into books, yeah in general and into photography books suddenly yeah? yep. and um, there are really there, there were people they always collected books but not photography books but suddenly started also to collect photography books yeah and a lot of interesting people came together and and um, this for example built finally or is building today also um, the main part of my photo book circle I have a photo book circle, which I, I mean, I love really photo books. <laughs> it's my absolute, um, what is Leidenschaft? Oh God. <laughs> Sometimes I miss Favorite the thing. Yeah, no, it's passion. It's passion. Yeah, and, I would say passion. Yeah. yeah, I would say really passion. And um, yeah, all these people, you know, we are meeting like once a month or 10 times a year. Yeah. And mm -hmm. to exchange everything about for the book, everybody brings one or two or three books for the evening and introduce the books and we speak about the books and the photography who, in general. Who are these people that come to the, like just anybody off the street or, you know, people that are in the industry that are your No, but, but it was like, you know, it was really in the beginning that, um, for example, I found uh, the IT person who finally made my uh, online shop also yeah and he was this collector of uh, of um, books he has for example also all the first editions of kafka yeah books wow. yeah which is amazing Absolutely. and um, and he came here because he was interested some old book dealer told him yeah you know there's something going on look there at Ostlicht there's this library and Peter Köln and so on and he came here to Ostlicht he looked at the library he started to talk to the photo book curator and then he came here he saw my shop also and all the books he bought some books and and I always was like you know when somebody buying very specific books I was already starting to talk to him because yeah 
it was when it was not so usual, you know, to to buy very specific photo books. You see, you see the personality of somebody. Um, yeah, by uh, the when, subject, whether by it's the, the subject the or subject by of the, the images or whether right. it's the techniques that are yeah, being yeah, used. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. Like or not the mainstream, also. Yeah, yeah. when somebody buys or, a Newton or, book, or okay, more the this. handmade books versus like right. mass-produced books. Right, like, right, and, yeah, yeah, and, and styles um, of collecting. Yeah. And that's that's how we started to talk. And uh, anyway, so and and I was looking for a long time for somebody who is making my my online shop. And I'm I don't know. It was just uh, waiting for the right time and for the right person, especially yeah, who who also shared the passion. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he's known now also because he he has this amazing blog, uh, Josef Gladek, yeah, the virtual bookshelf, and he has many thousands photo, many thousand photo books online now, and you can look at ten to twenty double pages or whatever for each uh, book. So it's it's also a, a great um, research source, yeah. And he also has, for example, he what is very special, he has the spine. Yeah. online and you know for sure when you look for a photo book and you if you have a lot i mean you search and search if you don't have a system and when you know the spine yeah. it's much easier, oh, yeah, yeah. When, much easier. Yeah. yeah and so often you can just look at his blog and and you see the spine and it's much easier than yeah so he was one person for example some photographers they want to sign always on in the front mm-hmm. below the photograph yeah right. because from the painting yeah this is this thought from the painting yeah Erich Lessing always did always like this yeah uh-huh. but then how to frame and mat and whatever is I've always it's, wondered about that like I've always it's it, difficult it, well it throws off the proportions yeah. if you have to leave extra at the bottom for a, a, a signature that, mm. that sort of throws off the symmetry of the whole thing unless uh, you put like a title at the other side to like balance it I found it I, yeah yeah as well. And then, of course, it's it's it's. Uh, I I I did a guide tour uh, through a painting exhibition uh, some time ago, also like some months ago, and uh, it was with a very famous Austrian painter, so who is about sixty-five or something like, but he's called like the younger wild generation painter, so. He started to be known like, let's say, 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And he told that the young painters at that time decided not to sign the paintings. At all? He, in front. Oh, okay. Yeah, only in the back. Yeah. All right. Because there's Arnulf Reiner, this famous Austrian painter, and he always did like really big or whatever. And it was kind of the next generation. So they said, no, we don't do this. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. As many generations do the opposite of the right. previous generation. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was surprised because I never knew. And uh, and I always also knew the painters who really do. But now I look more carefully and it's true. Also, it's, it's really the, now the paintings they are signed in front. Most mm. of the paintings are not, or very, very small that mm. you cannot really see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is the element that sometimes sometimes it can be done in a way that ends up distracting from the, yeah. the sort of engagement right. and the yeah, s- yeah. seduction of the experience yeah, yeah. when you yeah, have yeah. this outlandish signature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. a subtle signature I'm a huge fan of. About a, a subtle a, signature. Subtle. Uh, what does it mean? Not, not, it, yeah, not yeah, not so, yeah, 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 not yeah. an eyesore. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now, so part of the, as I said, part of this podcast is about sort of contemporary market scene, whatever mm. word you want to put with it. Mm. So, are you doing things like art fairs, book fairs, things like this? Yes, I do, but not. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't have to talk about them if you don't want no, to. No, no, no. I mean, it's, it, this is a, yeah, it's a, it's a special thing. I think art fairs, it's, it's really difficult, yeah, to make money at art fairs, yeah. I didn't, I, I, I did it from time to time and then I stopped completely, like, because I remember in 2011, I went to an art fair to Paris and uh, that was really the biggest frustration because I didn't sell one piece, I didn't make a contact uh, which state or whatever and I know a lot of people in Paris. I was always like convinced, ah, yeah, when I go to Paris, I know so many people there. Sure. I, I go there every year, at least once since 30 years and I've whatever. Ne I've never even been to Vienna and yeah. I knew your name before mm. I came to visit yeah, here. Yeah. So like yeah, you, yeah. you're reasonably well known. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I so thought it was a total frustration because I think it was a good, it was an art fair with the photography part. And uh, I, I still have to say I prefer uh, this than photo pure photography fairs, except Paris Photo, of course, yeah. Uh, that's so special, yeah. But otherwise, like, we went two times to Milan, um, uh, to Mia Photo Fair, yeah, and, and it, it does not pay off. I mean, if you ha don't have the big luck, or the yeah. big budget. Yeah, or the big budget. But I mean, this is like, you better play Lotto, yeah? Or, or, or you go to the casino or whatever, yeah? I mean, it's, 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 I think it's the same, yeah. Um, Perfectly fine. How about yeah. book fairs? Because, I mean, you do a lot yeah. of books. Like, do the book fairs yeah. do well? Yeah. I, I go only to book events in Vienna. Yeah. So when the expenses are not much and... Uh, it's also more a, a local thing to get locally more known to reach maybe uh, other um, new people or whatever and it's not too much of a risk yeah and it's it's not uh, expensive usually so it's of course you have to pay the people that's always the most expensive one but still i think that's that's worth it yeah I think online works so well, yeah. Interesting. Okay. I want to know about that. No, we, we sell so much online. Do you? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So so when you say online, you mean through your own e-shop, uh, your own website? Yeah, through the bookshop, yeah. Right. So, well, because some people use Saatchi or Artsy or these other... But things. I speak about the bookshop now. I speak about okay, the bookshop. So we're just talking about books. I speak about books now because you said book uh, book fairs. Yeah. Yeah. I speak about books. Okay, yeah. so not photo prints and things along this line. Not yet, because okay. I know what I would have to do to sell more. But it's yeah, it's very work um, intensive. Yeah, you have to be very active. You know. Anyway, I, this is with everything. You have to work a lot, you earn a lot. <laughs> I mean, we are a small team and I don't want to get bigger, so... Well, and that's sort yeah. of a thing. Is like, it's like how much time and effort do you put into whatever thing mm, to try and get right. so much return? And is right. that return worth it? Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I'm always asking people, creative people about like social media and mm. things like this, like how much time and effort they put in to how much mm. do they get in return from yeah. it? So the same thing with you, with even just the building of a website and the, you know, maintain, maintenance of a website as well, because it's not easy to like, you know, you've got a, from what I can tell here, you've mm. got a huge catalog of, of, of stuff available, whether it's mm. prints or books or all this kind of stuff. I mean, the sheer quantity would be a lot to maintain mm. on a website for sale. Like that's... Mm. Yeah, but I think the it's it's um, it's important to have a, a good a good offer, but also I mean there are a lot of good photo books, yeah. And I have times I buy more, and then I have times I buy less, yeah. It's also like of course in autumn many books appear, or I go to Paris, I look at all the books, yeah. I also I prefer to look 
at the books, yeah, physically, yeah, and to see the quality of the paper, of the print and everything, because online you cannot really see it, yeah. I mean, I, you, of course, I know from several publishers, yeah, that the quality is very good, yeah, so of course I order, yeah, and often I'm even surprised because it's better when I get it, yeah? But these are publishers I know already, yeah? And that they are working well. But um, for some, it's um, it's a little bit, uh, it's, it's maybe not so, as it, just to buy a book online and you don't know the publisher, you don't know the quality standard or whatever. I, I don't like it. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I In the beginning I did, of course, and I bought, too many books often also so i prefer now to buy a smaller amount uh, but then more different yeah so just to be clear when you're saying smaller books because you have a book store basically a shop yeah. so you're purchasing from the publisher to then resell yeah okay yeah 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 so yeah. yeah so the bookshop the bookshop it it came of course through the gallery because not everybody and especially when i moved here to this big space i expanded it a lot because i thought not everybody coming here will will buy a, a, a art a print yeah. yeah an artwork but people might buy a book yeah easier and and we had a lot lot of visitors in the beginning here we had about i think 1000 visitors a month so there was so much interested in this new spaces here and uh, art galleries and of course uh, people many people came to look at the real estate what is still available maybe to buy or not to buy or sure. whatever to invest yeah so we had a lot of really good people there and some they even also came to the gallery and bought bought pictures yeah, or prints yeah. yeah so that's why i thought uh, to expand the bookshop i mean i started it actually because i had a martin Parr show Together with Remarda Swig Schreitis, the Lithuanian photographer, I, I wanted to show him and uh, the, the Lithuanians did a show together with Martin Parr and Remarda's because uh, Martin Parr introduced Remarda's for the 40th anniversary in Al as the new as a new discovery mm -hmm. and he won this prize. And I was there, I saw that already, and then I got in contact with the Lithuanians and I heard they make a show together and I thought, okay, why not also showing Martin Parr's picture because Remarda's will get more interest. And finally also Martin Parr came and I took this occasion as a kind of, yeah, I say it was kind of a, for me, start of the bookshop in the gallery. Yeah, so that's, that's, I think it was the best uh, start yeah, you can have. Yeah. And, and the online shop came only two years later yeah, in 2013. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and here we had enough space of really showing many books and, um, and uh, yeah, to go on in the history because what was very important also for the bookshop was that uh, Michael Kolman, the photo book curator of Ostlicht, who came to me. Right. So people met here, yeah, like I said. And he came and he asked me if I want to do a photo book festival. Yeah. And uh, one week before he came, another gallerist came and said, do you want to do a, a, a photo festival, a photography festival? Here and I said no, sorry. I've been 18 years in Perpignan. I know what work that is. Yeah, it's a full-time job. Sorry, no, I don't want to do a photo festival. But when when Michael Coleman came with this idea of a photo book festival, I thought, okay, why not? Because this cannot be that much work. It's very, it's a small part. Yeah, in a way, yeah. and we make a photo book market. We invite publishers. Yeah. And we, we make some lectures and we invite Martin Parr and, <laughs> and, yeah. and Jerry Betcher and it will work. And, and that's what we did at the end. And, and it was, so I always said, uh, look, it's, it's very important 
if we get the audience here, yeah, if Viennese people will be interested in photo books, yeah, and they were. It was uh, this was the big surprise and the confirmation for us that many many people came and also bought books from the about 50 book uh, shops and dealers who came and made a table yeah and also martin parr came and jerry betra came really so martin is always very loyal in in that kind of when there is something new going on and and uh, yeah that was really great um, yeah, and then we did it for five years and um, all these booksellers coming here with so many different books shaped also in a way yeah, the, the whole selection for my bookshop yeah, because usually I went around, I talked to everybody, I looked at all the books I mean and I, I bought a lot of books yeah at yeah. these occasions of and course you got to also. know these people yeah. on a right. reasonably yeah. you know, good yeah. level yeah. kind of thing yeah. too yeah. so you created relationships and right like right so, yeah. yeah and that was also a kind of really it was a kind of really good basement yeah for the for the bookshop yeah so how is the, I mean, this, I don't mean to come off as, as sounding mm. like I'm going to be negative on this, but like, how is the photography print market doing these days? Now, yeah, also the gallery, the gallery changed a lot since the beginning, yeah, um, in its program. Mm -hmm. Because when I started the gallery, I showed many photographers also of the agency, mm -hmm. so just pure photography, right. documentary also. And now the program is more uh, photography-based art, I, I would say. say. Yeah, I was going to say, like when I came yeah. in, I saw, I lots, saw yeah. lots of alternative processes. I saw right. lots of sort of mixed media right. things, things yeah. along this kind of line. Yeah, because first of all, it's easier to sell because it's uh, unique uh, works yeah, and not editions. There, there are not so many photographer collectors in Austria also, yeah? And then um, how to explain somebody who is not a dedicated photography collector, the editions, yeah? I mean, they always, the people always, they, they, they ask you the same questions, yeah? And it doesn't make sense to make, I don't know how many seminars about how does the photography market work. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, why? Yeah. Well, like, like, what do you, do you have in a position? Because I've heard stories about like uh, tiered pricing, sort of over the course of an edition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you? Do you mean that? that the price goes up? The yeah. Edition? yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what we market. do. You, anyway. that's, so that is what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We always do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, for me, the the best selling exhibitions and, and it's it's probably also because my own work is mainly like that. Yeah, because I come from painting and I started to work with with photography and I started to mix photography with drawing and other medias and painting and and found objects and what else yeah and i really love this kind of i believe i saw some of you were uh, sewing you, you you have no 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 sewing i know my own work is my idea was also i started in 2012 that i extended photographs with drawing okay. and also like found objects so from the nature uh, so that worked quite well and i went on developing this kind of things it's my the the inspiration is mostly nature, yeah, but it's kind of also psychologic landscape or or um, yeah. It I have artists they they are like sewing or stitching or on I photography. Saw, I also saw like tin types and other types of alternative historical right, processes. Right, like wet blade collodium on on candles or yeah. or photograms. Yeah, I mean this the exhibition we have now from an Hungarian artist Minyosiat is like when you come in you think it's painting but it's photograms. Yeah, it's it's a lot of of uh, experimenting with emotion and developers whatever and and getting using it wrong getting 
colors out of it suddenly, sure. uh, which would you would not expect. So that's kind of this this work, and this is this is much easier to sell, yeah, because. I don't know. So how does the future of the, the photography sort of uh, industry look for young, young mm. photographers coming up? Like, I mean, basically, I'm going to be, be sort of mm. blunt about, do you have any advice for young photographers who are thinking about mm. getting into the fine art mm. world of photography versus mm. any other mm. type of thing? Mm. Uh, now, yeah, you see, this, this... Um, Photographers, you see, this, this, this is in America. You have a different culture about photography than in Europe. Yeah, in Europe, there was never a, this, this, this photography was never that strong. Yeah, photography was much more into art. Yeah, always than in America. This was, I have to say, in the past. Yeah, uh, like uh, ten years ago. Yeah, twenty years ago. Sorry, this was our disadvantage in. Europe, yeah, and and probably it's still your advantage in photography, yeah. Mm -hmm. But in the art world, yeah, uh, in Europe, photography is is a lot mixed, yeah, with other techniques or that, for example, many artists they did also photography, but maybe it was not so seriously done or only done but also in europe you have smaller countries yeah you have to do a lot of things yeah in america right. you can be only a photographer and you can make a living yeah out yeah, of it debatable so, and i feel that now in these times because uh, you see it also in paris photo that there's a lot of different um Medias, yeah, photographing is getting really mixed, and that last year was a very uh, interesting year in Paris photo because when we went through the fair, me and another artist, we said, "Wow, it looks almost like an art fair and not only a photography fair," and and this went on this year, yeah. So it's not so clear anymore, yeah. Is this good or bad to you? Ah, for me, it's perfect. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I love it because I love this kind of cross things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for um, for pure photographers or for 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 really only people who do only artists who do only photography. Yeah, maybe this is not so good. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, there are trends and it goes up and down. And at the moment, it's like this. Yeah. And here, for example, in Austria, we don't have a photography museum, also state-based photography museum. We have the private photography museums. But because, because um, you have uh, a lot of different photography collections in many places, in many museums, you know, you have it in the... Um, Wien Museum, which is the uh, museum of the city of Vienna. You have it in Albertina. You have a big photography collection. You have it in Salzburg, in Rupertinum. Yeah. So the state says, why should we make now a photography museum? We cannot take from their collections all the uh, photography collections and put it together in a museum. Yeah, because nobody wants to give it away. Of course. Yeah. Right. And I think it's 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 um, photography is always also a kind of documentation. So often you combine exhibitions, you know, like uh, you're making an exhibit. You have a museum who has a lot of Klimt, and then you make a photo exhibition about Klimt, for mm -hmm. example, or something yeah. like this. And that's nice. Yeah. So it's um, it's I mean, a photography since its invention has always been next to uh, other art forms mm. as well at mm. least you know i mean people mm. use it as studies they've used it as mm. test things mm. i mean so like it's always mm. been around mm. so it's it it can easily mm. be sort of combined with other mediums mm. for sure mm. yeah. what are your future plans so like where do you f foresee the the gallery and the the bookstore going so like wh what do you believe is the future of this this market and industry here mm. yeah 
Also what I did not uh, mention yet is that I made also a lot of uh, masterclasses. Yeah, I also, that, right. Yeah. We didn't uh, talk about that. Yeah. So we, I, I did five years, also four years, uh, ten months uh, masterclass for photographers, where we met once a month and uh, we had permanent masters, like four masters for sixteen students and. Then we had a lot of guest lecturers like also Roger Bellen or Jerry Betcher, Rob Hornstra, Christina de Middle. Um, and at the end, I did also a program called Photobook Studies. I really loved that idea <laughs> to have kind of photo books, photo book, only photo book studies, mm -hmm. because um, from the beginning in the masterclass, the goal The goal was also to, for each student, uh, was to have an exhibition and a photo book, dummy, yeah, or at least you were on the way making it, right? Yeah. Because in 10 months, yeah, depends how far, if you have already started a photography project or you only started during the program or whatever. And uh, yeah, some students, they published really beautiful books, I have to say. So I'm very proud of all the ones who really managed to bring it out. Mostly self-published with, with private um, fundings from whatever well, they think, organized themselves. Well, yeah. and that's another question. Like, so you are completely privately run. You take no, you have no money from government, city, any of these no, kinds of things. Okay. completely okay. private. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. There are no fundings for something like I do. Now, also, I, I don't know. I'm yeah, not from here. there would be fundings maybe, but I don't know. I'm not such a maybe I'm not so patient, I'm used to, if I have an idea uh, and I believe in it, I try to just make it as fast as I can. Maybe the idea is for a long time, it kind of develops in yourself, it could be, yeah, but still, I mean, for example, the masterclass, I mean, when we arrived here, yeah, and we made the gallery, I had a a girl employed yeah, as a gallery assistant and of course in the beginning we didn't sell so many prints that it paid off yeah so I said well we have to do something else because you don't have enough work yeah and it's, it costs a lot with with all the uh, social security system here and whatever right. so we have to develop something else and that's why the first year we did workshops The thing was that uh, we really had to develop something else here uh, than only selling prints in the gallery. And because I was myself a master at the World Press Photo Masterclass uh, in Berlin, together with the Robert Bosch Foundation, it was in 2010, it was a masterclass for 15 photographers from the Balkan area. Yeah, I was very inspired. I think it, it was very interesting experience for me. And I thought, yeah, why not doing something here like this? And it was uh, the idea, my idea actually, or my goal was to bring together kind of the international scene with the Austrian scene, because I think there was too less exchange. And, and in my opinion, the... There are not many Austrian photographers yeah, being very successful internationally. Yeah? Okay. I mean, there are a few now, but it goes up and down. It's not so permanent, you know, that somebody is really on the market and stays on the market or something. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, it's good to, to bring people together. Yeah, and that was the main goal. Yeah, and yeah, I think it worked out well. And we did it for five years, but then uh, I always wanted to do it on a very high level. So with, with very good teachers uh, flying in <laughs> from wherever. Right. And uh, so that, of course, that has um, an, a special price and, and you cannot get so many people 
locally, uh, who pay this amount of money. Uh, uh, right. Because as we spoke, I mean, it's uh, education is free here, and um, and uh, people are not accustomed to paying no, for it. No, no, and then. At the end, also, I thought, I mean, my goal was not to make a school. So you would have as to go on. Mm, of course, you could manage, but then suddenly I would do a school or, you know, I would have to make compromises, like getting more local teachers, getting cheaper maybe or whatever. But this, I, 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 was, I was really not interested. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I stopped. <laughs> and we wait so you're yeah. so you're not running any more master classes no okay no right. no i did it five years i did the photo book festival five years but i don't do that anymore and i mean it was a great time pause i would not uh, like to miss it yeah pause of it but uh, no also i i think i was um with my own work i started to be Mm, for me quite successful yeah and uh, I was always my plan to do my own work more and yeah so that was also one reason <laughs> all right that's yeah, great yeah I mean for me the the you never know what comes <laughs> what comes of course because yeah there are always interesting things to do but no, but in general, my idea is, um, I mean, to go on to run the gallery and the bookshop, but I am not so much interested into fairs. I do, the status is more to do one fair uh, in Vienna. That's enough. I mean, I tried, but uh, there and there, but I think it's not so interesting. I have this huge space. Many galleries don't have such a use, it's huge a beautiful space. space. I can do a lot here. Um, we do a lot of events here, yeah. And also my own work, as I said. Also, I, I this year with, with my new book, I won also German Photo Book Award, yeah, silver medal with Goose Walk and uh, Roots and Bonds was um, in 2015 under the 10 best photo books uh, on photo eye. Um, uh, so Jerry Petcher wrote a very nice re review about my book and um, I plan another book next year and I have many, many projects yeah, to be published and, and also I have more exhibitions now also outside of the Anzenberger Gallery. <laughs> right, that's great. And, and I will also start to work a little bit here because I, I have really big pictures to do now I cannot um, drive home anymore because they are too big for my car <laughs> so I have to work here and uh, yeah maybe it's, it becomes a little bit also my my studio so more my studio and gallery yeah so that's and bookshop yeah, that's, that's fine great. that's I mean, fine you I kind think. of live in the dream right <laughs> I don't know. It's it's all it's it's, it's um, just happens, you know. Things happen. So yeah, but I mean, some of it's hard work and and yeah, but it's always hard work, you know. It's always hard work, and I mean, to be an art artist, I think, and succeed, I think it's the hardest work. Yeah, so I and the uh, most rewarding. Yeah. But I admire people who really do this step because I would not have done it when I was young. To be an artist only, I think it's it's very tough. It's very tough, yeah. And and most people are not aware that this is really hard work, yeah, if you want to succeed. Because the people who do not work hard, who think you're an artist and you live the life like, I don't know, in the day or whatever, and do not get up in the morning and work, they will never succeed. Yeah. Well, it's not just hard work, like literally like putting in the time and the effort, but it's hard work emotionally and sort of like psychologically, like it, 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 it takes a toll on you a little bit, it makes you a little self-conscious here and there, things like that. Yeah, but uh, the the artists they I, I see yeah they they really succeed. I mean, 
It's the, the mostly really they stand, stand up early in the morning, they go to their studio and they just start working. Yeah? I mean, including maybe that you sometimes just sit in front of a picture mm-hmm. and think for an hour how you go on to work on it. Yeah? But really, they, they work from the morning till the evening. Yeah? Yeah. And, um, well, and whether that's actually like working on a work or whether it's writing a grant or writing Whatever. a residency as a photographer you have a lot of grants yeah artists yeah, yeah these days i think there are more photography contests or and that's so much work i know yeah i, I yeah. actually work for lens culture i, I do I their online mm, reviews yeah uh, yeah yeah, 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 it's, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of artists <laughs> that or a lot of photographers that submit works that mm. Mm, yeah, they they can do better yeah, something yeah. else. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's tough. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time. Yeah. Thank you <laughs> for coming. <laughs>